It's good to be with you. Today we are completing the series looking at character that counts. Developing a character like Jesus. Becoming more like him. And today we're thinking about a courageous character. Developing courage. So let's just pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity today to look at your word. Thank you that you are developing us and changing us to be more like Jesus. Father, we pray that we would have eyes to see and ears to hear what it is you want to say to us today about courage. In Jesus' name, amen. So through this series, we have looked at a number of different characteristics that Jesus has and learnt how we can become more like him in our characters. To date, we have looked at confidence, humility, compassion, honesty, faithfulness, purity, some amazing characteristics for us all to develop. So can I just say that I'm really looking forward to seeing you all in person with these characteristics all now fully developing in your lives. You must all be amazing. You must all be super saints by now, right? So we round off the series today looking at courage, a characteristic that Jesus had in abundance and that we too can continue to develop in our lives. Thinking about courage, I was reminded of a line from a great film called We Bought a Zoo. Some of you may have seen it. It's quite a moving film centered around the dad and his son and daughter uh, that his wife and their mum has died. And after she dies, the dad and the kids look to begin to build a new future. They begin a new adventure together by buying an old rundown zoo. And as a family, with the help of a few staff, they rebuild and update the zoo. And during the journey, the dad is working on his relationship with his son and he gives his son some advice. So his son likes this girl and his son is a, you know, is a young teenager. He doesn't quite know how to approach this girl. He doesn't know quite what to say. And so his dad gives his son some advice. And, and he says to his son about approaching her, about saying something to her, sometimes all it takes is 20 seconds of insane courage. Sometimes all it takes is 20 seconds of insane courage. And of course, eventually the sun plucks up the courage to talk to the girl and they, they sail off into the sunset. Well, not quite, but you, you get the idea. And maybe some of us have had 20 seconds of insane courage when you met your husband or your wife. Now, you, you want to know now, don't you, if I had such courage when I met Claire? Well, from what I remember, there was no official asking her out. Uh, we'd got to know each other a little bit. And then there was a group of us praying uh, outside a mosque just down the road from here, actually. And we were, there was, I think it was about 10 of us. We were, we were stood around in a circle and we were going to pray. And uh, as good Christians do when they pray, you know, we all hold hands. And so I strate strategically placed myself in the circle. So I was standing next to Claire and then we were all holding hands, praying. And as we were praying, I was gently squeezing her hand. And um, I think she was a bit surprised by this, but that's how, it's, that, that's how it all began. I'm sure many of you have got your own stories of when you first met. Of course, the Bible is littered with characters and accounts of people who showed amazing courage in the face of adversity and challenge. 
Noah and his family showed courage when they built a huge boat on dry land and faced constant mocking and criticism. Joshua led with great courage and took the people into the promised land. Daniel, who put God first and faced the lions. David, who faced a huge giant of a man with only a slingshot. Joseph, who decided to stick with Mary despite what those around them might think or say when she became pregnant. Paul, who refused to stop preaching the gospel in the face of great opposition. These acts of courage and many more are there for us to draw inspiration from. And in the passage we look at today, we see just one example of where Jesus shows extraordinary courage. So we're looking at Luke 22, beginning at verse 39. It says this. Then accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, pray that you will not give in to temptation. He walked away about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. At last he stood up again and returned to the disciples only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. Courage is described as, among other things, the ability to control fear and to be willing to deal with something that is dangerous, difficult or unpleasant. Jesus was willing in this moment of his life to deal with and walk straight into an incredibly difficult situation. Even with the comparatively little detail that we have, about this significant event in history, we know that it would demand great courage from Jesus. There is no way, of course, we are ever going to face anything like the challenge Jesus was about to walk through. Here we see the Son of God, the living word, the creator of the universe, the one through whom all things were made. He was about to be subjected to not only intense physical pain and suffering, with being beaten, mocked and crucified. He would have experienced immense psychological pressure, but also the very powers of hell were unleashing a spiritual attack like never before. Make no mistake, Satan knew only too well who Jesus was and was literally hell-bent on destroying him. Jesus was going to show and have courage like no one had ever needed before. Was it any wonder that he was literally sweating drops of blood as he pleaded with his heavenly father, asking if there might be some other way of accomplishing what they needed to do to rescue mankind. Such was his anguish that we see even an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. Jesus showed incredible courage in the face of unimaginable challenge. So what about us? What can we learn from Jesus and how can we develop courage in our character? I've got three simple points for us today. Number one, stay plugged in. Number two, take the step. And number three, be the encourager. So number one, stay plugged in. If you want a lamp to give light, you need to plug it into the power source, that is electricity. If we want courage, we need to remain plugged into the source of encouragement, God himself. 
When we see Jesus in the garden before his arrest, we read in the passage, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done and not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. And then it says he prayed more fervently. You see, Jesus submits to the Father's will. An angel appears and strengthened him. What does he do then? He remains plugged into the encourager. He prayed more fervently. He talked to his heavenly father again. You see, Jesus doesn't run away. He doesn't back out of the situation. He stays plugged in. He prays again. And through his praying, he receives courage for the enormous challenge ahead. Jesus only knew only too well where his strength and courage found its source in God alone. If we are to have and develop courage, we need to stay plugged into the encourager. And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. Remain in fellowship with Christ, i.e. stay plugged in, and then we will be full of courage. You see, if we stay plugged into God, we will have courage because if we are in close relationship with God, we will be more aware of his awesomeness and not our own inadequacies. A quick example, just to help us a little bit more. In the accounts we read about David and Goliath, David showed tremendous courage when he faced and defeated Goliath because David was plugged into God. He walked closely with God and he knew the awesomeness of God, not his own inadequacies. Look at the confidence and courage showed by David. In the passage, David asked, who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he's allowed to defy the armies of the living God? And then we see a little bit of the passage where, where Goliath mocks David. But then David replies to the Philistine, you come to me with sword, spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today, the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. You see, David had incredible courage because he was plugged into God and knew just how awesome and powerful God was. That was where David's courage came from. Jesus stayed plugged into his heavenly father. This gave him tremendous courage and we should stay plugged in too. So number one, stay plugged in. Number two, take the step. You know, with any situation we face, which may demand courage, we're always going to have to take the first step in that situation. I can think of no situation where I've needed courage, where I've simply felt completely eased or overwhelmed with confidence. There's usually a pause moment, a slight gulp moment with some kind of gritting of the teeth or, or maybe some self-encouraging saying, come on, we, you know, I can do this, we can do this. And of course, asking God for help. You see, nothing on the journey of faith is simply handed to us on a plate. It always involves action on our part. It's as we step out, it's as we make the decision that the courage comes, not before. You see, we walk by faith, not by sight. Listen to these other verses that God says about courage in his word. Psalm 27, 14. We wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait, wait patiently for the Lord. Matthew 14. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. 1 Corinthians 16. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Be brave and courageous. Take the step. 
Jesus says, take courage. Paul encourages the Corinthian church to be courageous. These are all actions. They are not passive instructions. Be, take, be, take the step. So number one, stay plugged in. He is the source of our courage. Number two, take the step. We will need to step out. And as we do this, courage will come. And number three, be the encourager. The word encourage means to talk or behave in a way that gives someone confidence to do something. Let's always be really practical in our faith. Encourage someone today. Encouraging others can help them to see a challenge they are facing from a different perspective. Encouraging others can help remind them of what God has put in them already. Encouragement goes a long way and we are meant to walk together. We are meant to cheer one another on. Our encouragement can often help give someone else enough courage of their own to keep going, to face that situation, to speak out, not to shrink back. So be an encourager today. Sow some courage in people around you this week. So number one, stay plugged in. Number two, take the step. Number three, be the encourager. And as we come to a close, there is something specific I felt from God uh, for some people today. I'm currently reading a book called God on Mute. It tackles some very real issues of faith. And as the title suggests, it explores the reality that there are times in our walk of faith that it seems like God is saying and doing absolutely nothing about the things we are talking to him about. I felt to say, particularly to some of us today, you are facing a particular health uh, or physical challenge. You've not been healed. You feel as though God has been silent. He has just not answered you the way you would have hoped. But God is giving you the strength and the courage to keep walking, to press on, to see the journey through. He wants to say to you again today to stand strong, take courage. He is with you, right beside you. His resources for you are limitless. Take courage. And for the rest of us, do we need courage today? Do you need courage in the face of bad news? Courage to stand up in your faith. Courage to ask the difficult questions. Courage to remain silent. Courage to face the facts. Do you need courage during an ongoing illness? Do you need courage to say no to someone? Well, can I say to you today to stay plugged in to the giver of courage and take the step. He is with you and his resources for you are limitless. So let's finish with Jesus's words to his disciples again. And they are his words to us today. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Amen.